One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ooh, I love this song. Oh, it's not what I thought bye, it was. Bye, bye, bye. This season's done, y'all. I thought it was Madonna's sorry for a minute. That's even gayer. <laughs> when she says, je suis désolé. And all no, the, and all no, the, you can't co-op <laughs> my moment right now because we're done, y'all. This is our last episode talking about these shitty influencers. Oh, bye, fuckers. You know, I was one of those people that actually enjoyed the middle parts of this season. But the tell-all... You were like one of five people. (laughs) But honestly, this tell-all has been so disappointing. And I kept thinking... Especially this episode. Something would happen, I would think, oh, well, it'll it'll at least get talked about in the tell-all. And no. No, 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 no. 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 I'm I the less said the better for me. I I, can't I don't wait know to, if anybody is wretches. Naughty Day Fiance listens to us or Kim and Kyle or um, uh, Pink Shade, Pink Shade or Four Twenty Fiance, like, but Married to Reality, Married to Reality. I hope they do fucking listen to some of these podcasters or let's, because I feel like we're the audience. We're talking about because we all love this show. We, we do have our pulse on the audience. And we definitely. have our pulse. And I felt like they don't have any idea of what people want from this show anymore. Great way to start. Welcome to Reality Gaze. <laughs> Usually you go hard. It's usually me. I just went, move over. I'm going to fuck them now. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I like it how you know you're not a top because you just do this. <laughs> That's how I talk. <laughs> Y'all, if you're on the intimate portrait, you just saw a you lot of man. top since 1994. Ooh, I think the only thing I ever topped was my umbilical cord in my yeah. mother's stomach. <laughs> You just uh, curl, curl unless around it. You you unless you've topped a plate of lasagna, that uh, that's just eating it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you have. <laughs> yes. It's true. And you top <clears throat> that second dish that you got for free at Maggiano's. Ooh, I you know I'm not a fan of the two dishes for free. Yeah, until you go. And then the whole time he's at the menu going, what am I going to give the second dish? What am I going to give him the second dish and to Poodle take home? can't have a conversation until he decides what dish he's going home with. That's the truth. <laughs> it's very sad that that's true. But you know what? True. That would make you so angry. I shouldn't do, tell you this. I should just do it. But it'll be like when I ordered a salad at the barbecue place. And so I'm not going to anger you. But what if we went to Maggiano's? And I ordered, some, or is it Italian garden, or is it Italy Olive garden. garden? Olive Garden. What if we went, 
we ordered something, and then what if you ordered, oh, and for the second dish I to go, I'd like to have this. And what if they looked at me and said, do you want anything? And I said, I'm fine. <laughs> I'd scratch your eyes out. That's that simple. That's why I'm growing my nails longer these days. Better to scratch out fairies' eyes. If I need to scratch out a, if I need to scratch out a bitch's eyes, you grow your thumbnails a little long because I'm not doing coke anymore. So he would it's better for eye scratching. That. You would you would you would hoard that over me for a decade. You would you'd be blind. That's the thing. Grow your nails a little longer just so you can scratch out some eyes. Because that's oh. no, not going to do that. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh. Yeah. All right. Repurpose that Coke nail. Repurpose it. <laughs> Y'all, this is, thank you again for the love for our anniversary. We appreciate that. Three years in and we. Three con- years of reality. Three years of Ardmore stories. Mother Poodle. Three years Mother of. Poodle uh, bitching about a home appliances that aren't working. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say we're. Happy, but we're happy enough in three years. No, I'm we're very. We're who's happy? We feel very blessed and highly favored. We are blessed and highly favored, and definitely. we love y'all, no, sissies, very much. I am. I am blessed that of the people who listen to the podcast. Oh, for um, sure. And and you and you guys um, coming to us and telling me, telling us either things that you like or even things they don't like. All all of its feedback. All all feedback is good, especially if it is coming from a good place. Oh yeah. Um, uh, uh, all feedback. I had a teacher who would say all feedback is good feedback if if you can already sense the person is trying to be helpful. Yeah, and I um, I you know people say this at live shows. They say I know you hear this all the time, but you got me through the pandemic. And I'm sorry to submit that, and I'm like I we never get tired of hearing no. that ever ever ever. So because uh, we are open wounds of need, and we are open wounds of need. We need and so but. I'm yeah. blessed. I'm blessed to have you guys sent in my life. Exactly. So exactly. You different story. Eh, but, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd much rather do this with uh, a muppet. That would be easier. <laughs> um, but I'm whatever. Close. Close. So, by the way, y'all. Speaking kind of like Miss Piggy. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of VIPs, y'all. If you want to come see us on live, go to our Instagram. Go to our uh, that has our link tree link. Um, that's where you can see. Maybe our TikTok does too. I don't know. We don't really know how TikTok works. Our Caitlin just helped. We don't have. I don't even know what the profile no, is. The profile. It's it's a it's a it's a much more user friendly interface. Yes. Our 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 link tree on our Instagram is the where we can buy tickets. But yes, you Y'all buy t- the doublet tour coming to a city. Well, five cities near you. Five <laughs> cities near you. Um. Also, we're, all on the East Coast because all on the East yeah, Coast. Sorry. We're, we're also going to have y'all are um, so yeah come see us in those cities again oh, except we, for Chicago that's in the middle of the country again well Chicago Atlanta DC have a very have low VIP ticket alert so yep. if you want to go to the VIP you better do that now um, Tampa VIP is already sold out and the show itself is close to being sold out so the show itself honestly y'all get your tickets soon I do think that probably maybe not Chicago Chicago New York is fine for right now but I do think probably these will all sell out yeah Chicago Hope Chicago so. VIPs are are low ticket probably New York is the only one that that, that may not sell because it's a huge venue but oh, um, yeah, all, all the others will we we, we sold, sold it out we sold New York though out two nights in yeah, a row when that's we true. Went in January and then the 
polar bomb happened and uh, no one could come. So buy tickets. So buy tickets. So we're hopefully Chicago, Chicago, New York. We're going to give our, well, we give our all for each shows, but. How dare you say I don't give my all. But we'll give our all, all meaning I won't let Poodle stay up the night before and get fucked. I'll make him wait till after the show so that way he can give you good a good luck performance. trying. <sighs> I'm still, I am still just as bright eyed and bushy tailed after I've been rooter rooted. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I am more calm. Yeah. Also, y'all, our our collab with Six Degrees of Reality. We talked about Married at First Sight. Uh, it's on their podcast feed. Six with uh, Amy and Leslie. We had a ball with them. Six Degrees of Reality. Be sure to check that out. Also, we have our by curious. I have an announcement. Our by curious announcement. Time for announcements. Boom! 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 We have that shitty little. Here is here is the three choices for August by Curious on our Patreon. That is at the five dollar level. If you don't know our by Curious, if you're new, if you're new to the pod, uh, we choose the show. Or actually, I give you three options, and you vote on Patreon, and you basically decide. Who wins? You decide who lives and who dies. Yeah. It's very gladiator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three wonderful choices for you mm-hmm. uh, this month. Uh, and I'll, that, that voting will go up sometime this week. And we are, I think we're recording at the very beginning of September. So okay. uh, that's... Is this our August by Curious? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, it is. Okay. It's very hard to actually get these recorded. No, wait, no, no, no. I'm not shading you. I'm actually asking for myself because I don't remember where it we are. It is the August. Okay. I'm curious. Yes. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can't do it in August. We the, don't have time. The choices are, number one, Indian matchmaking season two. SEMA helps single millennials around the globe to find their perfect match. Y'all, if you don't know this show, to it's find amazing. Their, you, you went, to, 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 to find their perfect match. To find their perfect match. Everyone knows what the show's about. Not everybody. It's on Netflix. Uh, y'all, this show was a phenomenon season one. I loved the shit out of it. A lot of them are back this season. Poor fucking Nadia. She's back. I love her, but she makes terrible choices. Aparna mm. is back, who's shady as fuck. Um, a new couple new people. Akshay. Is there any gay guys like last season? Who no, Prajuman. <laughs> yeah. He's with someone. Yeah, I expect it to walk through. You have to, you have to, you have to find out if it's a man or a woman. It's a woman. Um, okay. There's some really interesting, fun ones. Viral, uh, but they're, they're kind of. They're, it's an interesting season because they they show where the people from season one are now. Some of them are still looking for love. Ah, and uh, and then where. Where kind of the, the new people, the new match, the new people who are being matched. Okay. So it's, it's, it's still wonderful. Anyway. I enjoy the show. It's very good. Uh, she's Next got up, her face reader. Next up, it's, I, Poodle could say the name, but y'all, I think, I don't think so many people have come for us about a show for a bi-curious <laughs> option in a long now, and, time. And I knew about this show when I was reading. I'm like, this has the potential for absolute cringe. I mean... I saw it. I saw the name, and then y'all sent us all the trailers, and I watched this, and I'm just delightfully sad oh, that that's a thing to it be. It is bonkers. Bonkers. This show is on A&E called Inmate to Roommate. In, is that a Discovery Plus? No, no A&E. Not Discovery, yeah. 
I don't know in, if you can find it on Discovery Plus. Inmate to roommate. The stories of six ex-convicts, I don't really like that term, formerly incarcerated, as they are released from prison and move in with people they barely know for a second chance at life on the outside. Sign me, me up. up. <laughs> Sign us up. There's this woman sleeping in a van. I'm waiting. Oh, it is spectacular. It, yeah, it looks. Um, it looks I like can a, tell you, it's cringe. Uh, it definitely looks like a Matt Sharp joint. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. Um, but it, the third choice, <laughs> this is bonkers too. The, the everything this month is crazy. Cosmic love on Amazon Prime. Four individuals attempt to find their perfect spouse via astrological matchmaking. There's an orb, y'all. There's a perfect fire, water, air, and earth sign. Then they're then they they're told who their ideal sign is, and they don't listen to them. <laughs> oh, it's and there's one really hot guy. Oh, okay. Actually, both the guys are hot. Okay. Yeah, one's a firefighter. Ooh. Oh, I'm interested. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm interested, but yeah, I'm interested in all that. I don't kind of care what happens on the show now. Did, I, he, take, did he wear the firefighter outfit? No. It's oh. so stupid, I watched three episodes in one sitting. Um, <laughs> you know what? I have to say, we've got to take that guy out to fucking dinner. Inmate to roommate is a Matt Sharp yes, show. Yes, I had a feeling. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I watched the trailer and I said, I swear to God, we've been doing this long enough. I was like, this feels like a Matt Sharp production. It's uh, it comes on Thursdays, by the way, for any. But yeah, we don't have time to cover it because uh, that's why we have the beauty of a so bi curious. You will when you if you're you get on a taste. if you're on uh, the Patreon, I will send. Uh, you'll get that poll sometime this week. Yep. So anyway, um, we've got so much. We got the rest of the tell all coming out for y'all and a poodle's Broadway corner. After did you start timing? Yes. Okay, but with the Broadway corner, we definitely need the timer on that one. People have been saying I need to do a whole episode of Broadway Corner. Uh, th- th- that's fine. Do that when I do when, <laughs> want a, when I want a week off. Fine with that. You just hate my success, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> it's just like a star is born. <laughs> oh, are you gonna die at the end? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be like the the Bradley Cooper uh, Lady Gaga one. Ooh. <laughs> Didn't go good. No. Didn't go good. Didn't go good. All right. I think that's it, right? Yes. Let's jump into this tell all where where do we leave off? Gibberish. We I just, just yawned we, like me. We just finished R and Beanie, the first one. And Y'all, we're traveling more. Uh we wanna have like a lot of adventures before kids. I know like y'all are having kids, but like you know, we're creative nomads. They're and living in Palm Springs. That, I wanted, I really did try to kill him with my brain. Yeah. I, well, Sean said, so you're nomads, and he's followed up creative with creative nomads. nomads. Now, to live in Palm Springs, you guys, number one, know that there is nothing really to do. Also, um, sorry, I just kind of like Dur- during, during the day or during also, the week. again... Fraudacity on this storyline <clears throat> because yeah. y'all, how far is Joshua Tree from Palm Springs? Far. Joshua Tree. Oh, I'm sorry, from Palm like Springs? an hour. 
It's like an hour. Yeah. They already fucking lived in Palm Springs and went to fucking Joshua Tree. Yeah, you're right. Not to do their wedding, but to do their fucking music video. Yeah, which was a which was a music video wedding. It's all fake, 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 fake. Get them off our televisions. I agree. Get them off our televisions. Get, Get them, them off the television. And it's interesting. I'm glad I jumped on Miona, I'm glad you jumped on the red carpet with me. At that point, I was just starting to get sick. I, yeah. I actually actually got a little nauseous watching him. You know what it feels like? Remember that that Andy Samberg movie, Superstar, Can't Stop, Stop, Never Stopping, or something like that? Never saw it, but I but remember like, it. I, I'm, 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 I'm butchering the title. Yeah, I'm I think sure. you are. But how... <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me there. You have absolutely. But but I'm saying that's kind of what the character was like. And it was a parody. And you got that Andy Samberg was doing a parody. Mm-hmm. This is real. Real. It, it's really Jabri. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's, so it's really awful. So the. I mean, what a. He honestly, says. What a. What a waste of humanity. I agree. For both of them. And uh, they say, they were talking about the parents, and then they can't believe the parents didn't go to the wedding. Now I kind of see why the parents didn't, because they couldn't watch their son do one more ridiculous fake thing. Yeah. They couldn't participate anymore. Well, because they probably feel like you're just doing this marriage for Instagram likes. And also, this was the, this was, we're talking about authenticity. The most authentic thing in the fucking world are his gangster parents who declined the motherfucking tell all. They did. I, 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 before they started, I went, oh, they're not on here because they, they were asked. But I know they, they didn't want to come. <gasps> That's gangster. I bet you. A, they didn't want to be a part of it anymore, but honestly, I just because I still don't have much love for his mother. I agree. Um, I bet you she heard what, probably not us, but saw on Twitter and things because people fucking came for her. Mm-hmm. And I bet she didn't want to be a part of that. Right. Because in a weird way. is healthy. It's healthy, but also in a weird way to her, the thing that her and Jabri have in common is they both like to control the narrative. Yep. Her almost more. Her almost more. Yeah. And she realized, uh-oh, I can't control this. Y'all, then Dacho shows up. and He looks good. He looks a little different. Has his nose been broken a couple times from fighting? I don't know. He looked good to me. You didn't think he looked good? He didn't look as good as he did on the show to me. Huh. I don't know. So you wouldn't hit it? I'd hit it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I'm going to criticize people's looks, but I'm still going to fuck them. Okay. That's that's your way. My bar is here. <laughs> here. <Look>. Here. <laughs> it's, it's underwater. It's, it's, it's underwater. It's, yeah. Under the continent. Down there, <clears throat> y'all. So somewhere in the magma. <laughs> magma. Molten magma. Magma. God. Um, so he, Jabri's like, he, they're, they're talking about Dacho shows up and he's like, y'all, Jabri does not want him there. And he's like, well, the thing is, I had to put you guys at a distance because you were like weighing me down. Um, and I wrote again, everything is oppressing you. Everything's oppressing everything you. Everything is taking your light. You have something that everyone wants. You, 
you are so far above everyone mm-hmm. that they're trying to take, they're jealous and they're trying to take you down. Yeah. It's, I, I've said this before we started, but I felt like this became like a VH1 behind the music yeah. episode of their like fucking band. It just, and then the, the shit hit the fan. Yeah. And <laughs> because on it, I'm going to call it out and I'll explain it later, but I felt like, I kind of feel like this whole thing, even with Dacha, was just constructed and fake. And they almost planned it out. Oh, you mean? The whole storyline of this. Oh, I agree. The whole storyline of this. I would have, you, I, I, I said that the, as soon as. No, I mean, even David, Dacha was in on it. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally 100% just fake. No, that thing when they were making, making, uh, they were making the record, blah, 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 blah. It's all fake. No, that, yes. But even, but even in the tell-all, I think they, even like, this is all just them like. Yeah. Plotting this out. Yeah. And so, basically, but it does, like David says that, you know. I found out because one thing we've learned about Jabri from his parents, the thing that everyone says about Jabri is that he does what he wants to do and he's terrible at communicating it. He just got with Miona. He even got engaged and they found and about they her got on married and found and all this out through Instagram. And remember what I said the very first episode of them? I said Jabri, gibberish, Jabri and Miona are the type of couple that believe everything on Instagram is real. They do. So to them, they think that is how you tell close personal friends that you got married. You don't call and invite them. You just put it on Instagram. And remember, you guys, uh, they are ba- they had a ceremony where they're blood brothers, basically. Yes. So this is someone who's the closest person to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. And they, he kept saying, you were hiding us away from you were you were hiding her away from us. I'm going to ask you. Why do you think uh, Jabri chose to do that with Miona from them, if we believe his story? I do believe his— Me too. It could be fake, but I think there's truth. I think— No, I think this actually all happened. I think that— I think that he hid them away. They hid Miona away, or Jabri hid Miona away, because he knew they would call his bullshit. That's it, because he needs to live in his own reality, his own Instagram and world he reality. Cannot, yeah. He cannot take. He knows that Miona is a mate ready for social media. That literally, he said that's the remember y'all, her brand. He said that's the most attractive thing about her is how she takes pictures in her brand. And I went, huh? So what? What he's afraid is the people he has authentic relationships with. Yep. Finding finding out and because if that's an authentic relationship, if they don't approve, then that means she must be some in some way wrong. Yeah. And he would be wrong. Yeah. So that's exactly okay, good that because that's what I thought about. No, it yeah, yeah. And, and so but you find that David says, I wouldn't have had a problem this with this as much. If you need space from the band, say I need space. But the thing is right. you don't communicate anything because Jabri has no follow through about anything in his life. And then he gets Jabri gets emotional, you guys. And when he gets emotional, he has to leave the stage. He got so upset. And he's like, he's trying to play the good guy. He and he walks around. He's just walking around, and these grips are sitting there fucking and just eating talking to red, himself. Yeah, he's just talking. You they're see, just, like this guy Jimmy just eating red vines, going, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" <laughs> you know what? What am I talking about? They wouldn't get 
Cra- Crafty wouldn't be uh, sandwiches. No, they're it's, fucking it's red vines and Starburst. Did you see Jabri at the end taking the taking the snacks? Yes, because they're <laughs> fucking broke. Yo, Jabri was just packing snacks. They've got no money, <laughs> and so he's walking around, and that's where he starts to say, "We again, Jabri's line. He's just jealous. He's just jealous." He and then he says he can't be happy for me. I mean, I just want to say, be happy for me where I'm at. And that is kind of this fake enlightened wokeism of Jabri that yep. no matter. And he tells his parents this too: if I make mistakes, they're my mistakes. Just be happy for me. And I went, no. People should be held accountable for for their actions. I think that phrase of I just want you to be happy for me is really really awful. Because yeah. that that is asking. Number one, it's asking for everyone around you to feel a certain way. Yes. And not only feel and a that there's what that way they're feeling is wrong. And to exactly and to basically negate everyone else's feelings. Yeah, and to say that what you're what you're feeling, the, the 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 instinct that you're feeling, is not is not accurate or yeah. it, not. It's not a gaslight, but it is a way of like putting of making the other people feel not confident about their relationship right. with you. Right. And there or, are there are some situations where you would say if that's on your wedding day and people are talking, and I'm like. Uh, someone's like, I don't know if I'm going to – I'm like, okay, this is the day and we're going to do this. Can you just support me in this day, just today? But that's not what this is like. That's not what this yeah. is like because with Jabri, he needs you not to be – but be happy for me. Yeah. I'm always happy for you. Is he? Um, and then later on, he, he does finally come back. And uh, Sean said, Miona, do you feel responsible for breaking up the group? And she goes – Nope. <laughs> she doesn't be responsible for anything. No. Now, what's interesting, Kobe's like, 100% it's Miona. And, but cause they basically said if there was been no Miona, and, and, I, and, and then the thing is, I think someone said, there would always be some Miona. Um, because, uh, Kobe said there would always be a Miona, and even Miona said, yes, there would be another Miona. And, and then, then we kind of do this weird fake, which I totally think was planned, um, David says he broke a commitment with me and made another one. That is an undeniable fact. That is an undeniable fact. And Jabri, fact. y'all, cannot handle that. Well, because Sean follows up and says, so Jabri, because Jabri's used this sentence a lot. She said, David is saying you weren't, that you were not a man of your word. He's been saying that a yep. lot. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man. And Jabri says, I didn't follow through. And I went, that could be the name of your memoir. Jabri, I didn't follow through. So can this friendship be salvaged? And this is what's interesting. Jabri says, I just want you to say I was wrong about Miona. I want you to to blah, blah, blah. I want you to to, say thank you for everything I've given you and have empathy for me. And I went, you're a fucking walking Glennon Doyle meme, but you don't even know what it fucking means. But without all the content experience behind it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're just um, spouting things. He just shares it. But then this is what was so fake. Then they just get up and decide to hug. And it's all because, worked because out. Because Dovey says, I was wrong. I was wrong about you, Miana. And weirdly, that's all it takes. And that just shows you. 
I think it, everyone who's associated with this group and everyone who, who Jabri considers a peer is kind of in his own level of fakery. Yes. They're, he, they're every, all lying to themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every, there is, a, there is a, uh, a, a, just a desert of inauthenticity. I mean, among David seemed less because he does have like an actual business and yeah. makes money. But still, when it comes to like Jabri. Yeah, that's a good point. Even the yeah. mother, they all like everyone. Have this, uh, yeah, everyone lives in this, and and when they're challenged, they walk off set. Does he have or, siblings, Jabri, at all? No, I don't think so. Wish he did. Be interesting to see what his siblings thought of him. That's true. Uh, they probably didn't want to be on. Uh, is it time for a week to? Uh, an, oh yes, an, uh, but yeah, break. yeah. Y'all, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Poodles Broadway Corner is next. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. 
And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Clacker! (laughs) Y'all, we're... 
here. No, I'm it's starting time. off this way. How are you starting? It's Poodle's Broadway Corner. If you are into soccer or things like that, this is when you can go poop. <laughs> soccer? I don't know. All right. Why are you listening to our show if you're into soccer? Oh, if you're a man who plays soccer and you listen to our show. You don't. Actually, there's uh, a couple of women soccer players I'd let bang me. Ooh. Yeah, they would. Um, all right, number one, uh, y'all. Here, this is some. If you, if you, if you're new to the pod, this is where I just talk about things, gay shit, Broadway adjacent that yeah. I want to talk about. I Stuff in the world. It's kind of like the way he feels about Oklahoma stories. He says he doesn't like them, but then he gets interested, and I kind of feel the same way because they're uh, usually pretty good stories. These are kind of. Things are in the news about either theater or theater adjacent. Okay. Um. So, because that's that that was kind of it, the drama is not just on the stage. The drama is not just on the stage anymore. No, it's not. Uh, and because that was kind of my life before the podcast is I did music and theater and and I still really? kind of do it. Uh, at eleven o'clock at night in your bedroom, you know what? That I is am theater. theater. No, <laughs> he he did do a lot of music and theater. I don't you see do theater. Some. I be theater. And he, at 1 a.m. on a Thursday morning piano. I'm Sarah webcam. Bernhardt. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Sarah Monhard. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just, we're going to have to keep going. Yikes. Okay. First up. I mean, there's already okay. a big bottle of lotion on your coffee table. <laughs> I don't know why. Sarah V. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a drag Sarah queen. Sarah V. They're not paying for Sarah it. V. They're not paying for an advertising. Your brios just fractures me. <sighs> that's interesting because that's not that's not that interesting. Laura Osnes, Broadway star Laura Osnes, who first came into world no. renown or U.S. renown for her her winning Sandy in the Grease. You're the one that I want. Not familiar. Tour. Oh, how how could you miss that? It was a reality show to cast Sandy and Danny for the new Grease tour. Yeah, I saw you that. remember looked, that. I remember that show. It looked terrible, and I didn't want to watch awful. it. It was awful. I didn't want to watch but it. But Laura Osnes won, and she was very talented. Uh, uh, Mac, Max Crum won the Danny role, um, and I worked with him in New York, and I'm like, wait, aren't you gay? And he's like, No. Cut to three years later, he's living with a man. <laughs> Call that. The show's also about the, me, me just talking about people I know. <laughs> okay. He's talented. Good. He could pick, pick and pick with our projects. Okay. Um, but I knew it was good. Focus. What about Laura Osnes? Osnes. Osnes. <laughs> <clears throat> Laura Osnes has been in, she was in, uh, Cinderella. That's not Cinderella. Um. Uh. Yeah. Cinderella. She was. She was the lead in Cinderella. Okay. She's done tons of things. Um, okay. Well, she was. She has filed a lawsuit against the New York Post for releasing that she was fired from a Crazy for You uh, one night only for not getting vaccinated for COVID. Okay refusing to get vaccination she actually she said i left that job because i was not given a chance and we were in the middle of family planning so it wasn't it wasn't right for me to get the vaccine at that time again it has not been proven that the covid vaccine has anything to do with 
children or not have, being able to have children. Pregnancy. That is, that. that is, yeah. and she said it's a choice between me and my doctor. Now, she would be endangering everyone in the cast because this was August 2021 when COVID was off the chain. And also, in Broadway shows kept were open for like two days and then yes. shut down for like yes. two weeks yes a month and then open for or there were productions that were just shut down so there was a level of desperation in the air and so when one Wait, you person, should go on to say probably of any any probably whose corner is this i just want to <laughs> well sometimes you feel you act like everybody knows theater here and sometimes go ahead not. i would go venture <clears throat> to say that probably out of all the arts probably Broadway and theater have been decimated the most by COVID. Totally. So yes. I think that's what the fear of this. Go ahead. So, yeah, Broadway was just gasping for air. Yes. And they were doing a one-night benefit performance. She was the only one who would not produce a vaccination record, and uh, she said she left voluntarily. Okay. Well, it basically came out that she was – not and so she was labeled anti-vaxxer blah 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 i'm not here to say what happened mm-hmm. i'm just know that she was then promptly disinvited from like four other things that she had in her career oh now now she's working at some some new musical in nashville and it's basically ruined her career now that being said she has filed a defamation suit against the new york post and it, she basically says, uh, I, I, they have, what's the exact word she uses here? Um, libelous conduct has caused and continues to cause disgrace, humiliation, harm to my professional and personal reputation, mental anguish, and, and emotional distress. Well, honey, if you just would have gotten the vaccine, all this would have been fine. It all would have been fine. Because, y'all, we know we're vaccine lovers here. We are. We are vaccine lovers. So fuck off, Laura Osnes. I enjoyed you for a long time. You're now on my fuck off list. (laughs) (sighs) She was going to reunite with Jeremy Jordan for this this, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, when did thing. they? When were they together the first time? When it was on Broadway, you Philistine. When what was on Broadway? Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde was on Broadway. Yes, that's a terrible idea you for a musical. Everything they die at the end. Well, there's a song called "Dying Ain't That Bad." <laughs> What's the next point? It's a great. It's actually a decent score. It's not a great show. Um, that's it. Oh, that's your Broadway's corner. It's just one no, thing. No, the next. That's my next. That's that's the show. You said, "What's the next point?" Oh, there's more. Oh, great. All right, the, I'm gearing up for the next thing. Is you got five minutes? Actors' equity. You the got union t- that you represents, got ten minutes. <laughs> the union that represents uh, actors. Yeah, is now trying to is is moving to unionize. Strippers. I heard this on NPR. Now, there are so many things. There, there are nothing, there's nothing. Was this in Portland that they're doing this? You, uh, now it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Oh, it is in the, L.A. It there is, is in L.A. There is nothing ethically wrong with this. I, I it's agree. in the valley. Wage, wages aren't fair. The problem is how can you enforce this? So are you going to call every strip club an equity house? 
Are there going to be non-equity and equity houses? This is all lip service to make equity look good and as cash grab to get exotic dancers to join. That aren't going to have enough. They tried it in the NPR article, actually. I know a little bit. They said that they're, they, the uh, a place in San Francisco tried to have form a strippers union in 1996. Right. It, is, it has been attempted several times. I'm, what, the problem here is this is disingenuous. Actors' Equity has, for a long time, been trying to, trying to stand up for the rights of actors and things like that. In the last couple of years... Through dwindling memberships, they they basically they have they have they have minimized the requirements it takes to become an Actors Equity actor. Well, Actors Actors Equity and SAG honestly have done a piss poor job yeah. of just because I'm being all good for anymore. unions, you guys. But once when when you start reducing what you need to do to get into the union, you make the union toothless. You make the union toothless, but then and then anyone can get to get in. But they also don't do anything to when they when it's harder to get in. They don't do anything to encourage or give. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the incentives. word incentives incentives for companies to hire and union and actors. when does membership actually come with status? SAG keeps doing the same thing. They keep lowering our day rate and lowering our day rate and yeah. lowering our day rate. So what's happening now is. The, my, it's not the problem that I have with representing exotic dancers and, and unionizing. How are you going to enforce this? There's no way to enforce this kind of thing. This going to be different in every house. Yeah. It's, I have no idea. It's a cash grab, it's, plain and simple. And, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm a very pro-union person. I'm a member of a music, musician's union. And – isn't there a dancers union, or is that what Actors Equity? Actors, Act, that's a- Actors Equity. Equity. Okay, okay, okay. They represent dancers as well. Because I feel like this is less acting and more dancing. But I guess it depends well, it's, on the stripper. It, it, you, you, we're 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 parsing very very complicated things. But it's confusing. Like where and why would this even fall in that? Yes. Because then it's going to say like, then does SAG need to start? Does SAG need to start uh, unionizing porn actors? Exactly. This is a this is a slippery slope. Because I've been on a porn set and that is acting. (laughs) I had to powder a guy's ass. Lastly, the new Devil Wears Prada musical is playing Chicago. It has received medium to not so good reviews. Okay, now. The most important thing, and I still can't get over this, uh, the Miranda Priestly has very no, – number one, I said this before when this musical was announced. Problem is that character doesn't sing. That the, her whole thing is subtlety based on – You don't know what she's thinking. Yes. That's so the point of a song is, is where is, you sing what's yeah. coming from your heart. Now, the problem is they, they, they wrote the score, and the character doesn't sing all that much – which is the actual problem. And people are saying, why isn't, why isn't Randy giving a big song? Well, that's why it shouldn't have been a property. Now, Elton John wrote the music for it, and Shana Taub wrote the lyrics. Um, and I think, what's her name? Uh, Kate Weatherhead wrote the book. Uh, now, what they have done is updated uh, a, a black actress to be Andy. Um, and it is updated a little bit, but... They give the Nigel character, the Stanley Tucci character, a lot of songs to sing. Um, but 
in in most ways, people are saying it just falls flat because, like the movie, they focus too much on Andy's friends. Remember, it was like about her friends and her boyfriend, the Adrian Grenier character. We're like, he sucks. They did a little bit. I still like that movie. It is very much of its time, though. And they had to update it, and things aren't working. So they yeah. flew Jerry Mitchell, you know, director of like Lily Blonde, Kinky Boots, mm-hmm. and everything like that, out to fix the show. So oh. we'll see what happens because it has a Broadway. It's it's aiming at Broadway. They'll probably have Elton write her a song at the end, like a big song for her to sing at the end. But what I'm saying is, yes, guys, you can fix a show, but it seems like there's too much intrinsic stuff to fix. Has here. there ever been a show that was really bad that got fixed that went on to great acclaim? In preview or in out of town tryouts out of town or preview try that did really terrible and then they fixed it and it became like a it was a really great show and did well it rarely happens um you there's very you know where when things do get fixed in um workshops this did have workshops but i don't think anything was really fixed Mm-hmm. So the fact that we've had to go all the way to out-of-town tryouts and these m- fundamental problems were not fixed, that's a problem of leadership. And Anna Shapiro, who directed it, um, the things that she directed before is August Osage County. <laughs> so I, I kind of I question the appropriateness of that director. A little bit different yeah, than a musical. Yeah, it's a different piece. I enjoyed that play very much. Yes, but it's that just play. That is a very yeah. That's not no. So <laughs> no, I don't have words well, to that. Y'all, every single everything I think every single thing I saw about this show, it's been around for development for about five years now. Every single thing I saw, I was like, "That's not good." Oop, that's not good. That's weird. Anna Shapiro, what? It was all weird. <sighs> Anyway, that's Poodle's Broadway Corner. I've aged. <laughs> it was only five minutes. Yeah. All right, everybody. I kept my rule. Yeah, you don't have rules. That's it was your five, rule. It was, I started at 36. It was 10. Was it? Yeah. The second half started at 36. I don't remember that. Exactly. <laughs> People love it. That was informative, I have to say. You asked questions. I did. All right. Let's jump in. Do you even remember where we are now? No. Where we are? Yeah, great. I'll let you talk. <sighs> All right. So, y'all, we just got done talking about Jameer. Let's talk about there. There's kind of this second half of Emily and Kobe where her parents come on, Lisa and David. Uh, we find out everyone still is living together. And then in that house with one bathroom. <laughs> Yes, and David said, um, boy, they rehabbed these parents' image. I know. Holy shit. Yeah, and so I agree with you that they're like taking that they want. I'm telling you, after you explained it, I think it's more than just pillow talk. I think it's the family Coben. They are grooming them to be... A presence in the show later. They're, yes, y'all. They're they're they will have at least their own online spinoff. Mark my words. That's what I'm. That's what I'm telling you. I know people 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 quibble with this. 
I still think, is she a bad person? Yes. I still think the edit she got was worse than who she is. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I think my big problem with them is the edit that you get on the show should coincide with what what we see you defend on the tell-all. 100%. I'm not None I'm not None of that happened to her. None of she it. She got off scot-free. Didn't really happen to her. Um, did we have it? We had it. They they did it with Patrick and Thais. Uh, Bilal and Shida. Yeah, somewhat. He got roasted mostly by uh, He got the, roasted with a prank. Yeah. As he should have. Um, and then... Jabri and Miona really didn't have anything. Jabri and Miona, it was about uh, his parents. Yeah. And they decided not to show up. Yeah. So they didn't have anything to talk about because Jabri and Miona never really thought about it. Karen and Guillermo was about the computer, but that was the only problem they had. They brought up the computer. That was the only problem they had. And then Ari and Benium, they did talk about her in the MMA fire. Yeah. So it really was, it was a gaping hole. And I'm not talking about poodle in college. <laughs> I'm talking about a gaping hole on this tell-all that... That's what my jersey said. <laughs> there goes gaping <laughs> hole, boy. Hey, boys, double zero. <laughs> Listen, NASA just said you can hear what he sounds like in space. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Have you ever listened to things in space? I love that when they do the things, the recordings of like a black hole. Oh, in yeah. Space. Oh, the sound it makes. I love it. It's freaky. So, I think you would like Star, Star Trek if you ever got into it. Oh, I'm such a space. I was in Young yeah. Astronauts. I, I still want to watch that one. Young Astronauts? Yes. That's a thing? Yes. I went to space camp. But not the one in. No, no, no. The one in Oklahoma. <laughs> we couldn't afford the one in Alabama. <laughs> I always need to point that out <laughs> yeah, because that's the reputable one. This is oh, yeah. I went to the one at OU. You went to the one that had like uh, like potato sacks as costumes. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was not good. And fish bowls for the yeah, like the uh, when we did the thing and we got in the spaceship, it was just made of a spaceship they made of plywood and painted on it. <laughs> They had some little lights inside that would kind of light up and look like a... But no, I would 100% get into it. I love all this interstellar, gravity, all those movies. I go see at the theater. You need you need to go back to I want to watch the new Star Trek now on Paramount because everyone says it's really good and kind it's of really good. harkens back to the old it's one. It's really good. And I never started Picard. I watched... A, uh, oh, Picard. I watched The Next Generation some when I was little. It's That's more of a soap. But it still is very but I've much. I've never seen William Shatner Star Trek oh, ever. I'm going to stop now because it's probably I get where into do you start? Stuff. But I probably could. I probably could get really into it. You would actually. You want me love, to go to a Trekkie convention with you? You would actually love Deep Space Nine. Oh really? Uh, people like Eliza are actually just starting to finger bang uh, right yeah, now. Just, Woo! No, that's the that's the that's like hardcore. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe I'll Google a list of. How to begin Star Trek. I did not love the CBS series. I did not love... Um, Discovery I, or... Yeah, something like that. I, I liked the cast. I just never really found the story super compelling. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was network again, so... Yeah. Anyway, all Anyway, right. other things that aren't about this tell-all. Yeah, other things that... So, that, but we do find out that they... 
Emily and Kobe said that they do buy, because Kobe, y'all remember, he is working, and they say they buy all the groceries, and David said they do have a time frame in mind. I think what he felt like he was saying, and I wish he would have said, again, I wish they would have said this, missed opportunity. What was the big thing of David and Lisa and their concern for Kobe? Is he going to work to support this family right. and get them out on the time? He's doing that. Let's see them say he's really honoring what he said. We're really proud of him. Like, no, but we don't get that. But Sean just like, so how's your sex life? I don't fucking yeah, care about weird. their why. And then they talk about the big thing was about breastfeeding. And again, y'all, we don't care how long you breastfeed. Do whatever if the you fuck breastfeed. You want. You know, well, the only thing we have said before is if your your four year old child says, "Mama, may I have some breast milk?" May, Mama, <laughs> may I? I do enjoy what Lisa said. Just this, it, she said this, and I never thought about it in this way. How like we conceptualize breast normalize as it. things. What if we think of them first as how people, if they can or if they want to, how people feed their children, right? And then everything else is second. And I went. I think that's a good way. I to think just saying that. normalizing it, yeah, you know, make it, make it, make because we do have a sexualization, but it's also can we can those two sit sit side by side? And again, instead of this wasn't yeah. an issue. This was on one episode, yeah, and then Kobe said, "Okay," and moved on. Whereas the engagement ring was three fucking it episodes <laughs> of Ninety Day Fiance, and they didn't even talk about it. I can get angry sometimes, too. Du calm. You know what? I can get angry. Best line of the tell-all when Kobe says, but he doesn't need these boobs to survive. And then we hear, I literally set you up. And then we hear, you didn't need it to survive. Yeah. You didn't need it to survive. When Mohammed said that, I went, wait Fell a minute. out. Does the robot have a sense of humor? Yes. And I laughed heartily. You didn't need it to survive. But boom. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they're talking about breastfeeding. They kind of finish up. And they're kind of like, you know what I realized Ari is? Again, she really can't speak very eloquently. And she gets so um, emotional or anxious. It's really hard for Ari to speak up. And I feel that now. But it, you know when you have like when you're, you've ran a lot of like musical direction or run yeah. meetings. You know how you have a meeting. And there's one person who's kind of quiet, and you all have the meeting. You discuss everything that needs to be discussed, and then you stop, and you go, okay, okay, well, I think that's it, everybody. And then one person says, excuse me, oh, Jake. Oh, the worst. And they bring up not something that was just talked about, but something that was talked about 45 minutes ago that they were thinking about. That's that, Ari. Yeah. That's when I'm like, okay, thank you. That's Ari, because Ari just says, they're not talking about breastfeeding, and Ari said, I just want to point out that Jabri was bullying Diddy. And here's what here's what he said. She was right I, to say well, it though. Well, here here's what I I don't want to defend Jabri here, but I think when they Beanie was saying something about trying to decide about what to, about breasts and things like that. He's, he was trying to find a way to say he's like, "Well, and you could and I think Jabri was making fun of him trying to equivocate like but 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 it sounded like he was, was having. He was making fun, fun of his of, English because Benny brought up that in my culture, breastfeeding is every. We would support and want right. the woman to breastfeed. But he, when forever. he was asked about something, he's like, "But I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's what Jabri. I thought and he was Ari making said, fun of." Yes, and Ari said, 
He's really working on his English, and you were bullying him. Well, but she just noticed an opening, and she, she took it. it. But she's not great at it. No. And then, and Sean just goes, okay, well, before we let you, let you guys go, and she asks, what did you give Kobe, David? And luckily, they're like, Kobe's like, well, I don't want to say. Good for them. They're not, that's between them. And then. I still think it was a condom. And then. <laughs> And then he's like, you're taking care of my daughter. That's what – and then we tear up a little bit. Kobe tears up. And then then, then all of a sudden they're off the set and, and we're – and Ken, Kenny and Tim are talking to Emily. Talking to me behind the scenes. Like she's fucking Barry Manilow. And then <laughs> there was this moment where Poodle was watching his TV and realized, oh, God, I'm more like Tim – than I thought, because we realized Tim likes a fist bump, and I was so proud of Tim saying on television, I don't hug, y'all. I don't, I don't hug, hug. Y'all. That's not what I do. I just like, I'm like sensitive. Because <laughs> as Your boy says, Tim. normalize not hugging. Normalize. I think, I think it's also normalize asking. Um, I love that Tim did that, though. Yeah, because I, 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 I do this my whole life. I feel... I've always felt like I was forced to be because everyone else is hugging, and I would tell myself, "Okay, you're gonna have to hug someone. You're not gonna really be uncom- you're not gonna be comfortable with it, but so you just go ahead and do it." Um, and I did that. I do it a lot less now. I will hug my friends if I'm close to them, mm-hmm. and I, if I want to hug them. But even if you didn't want to, and you were like, even at our live shows or whatever, you're like, "I'm gonna do a fist bump today, everyone. That's yeah. great." Or I'm just gonna wave. I think that's great. One of the reasons I I at our VIPs for the live shows, I, I wind up hugging people is because I can actually see that they're meeting me emotionally halfway. Well, and you're um, moved because people came. Yeah. and so, Or their husband's really hot and you I'm, basically molested him. And then, so you need to hug their wife because it just feels And awkward. I think we already – and weirdly, we already have a – in even even I can tell we already have a relationship because they listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They it doesn't know me feel a little like a stranger. Bit. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a stranger as much. But um, but I enjoyed it when yeah, Tim there, said it. There are but there are people who come up and they don't say maybe they're they know what I say and they just kind of say this and I'm like I'm not gonna hug them. I'm just gonna either shake their hand or say I'm so happy you're here, and that's all fine too. There's a lot of. The, what I what I encourage people to to when it comes to to hugging and not hugging, there is a so much there's so, there's such a big amount of nonverbal cues that happen before you hug someone, even in the way a person approaches someone with their eyes with what their body language is saying. Start to read that more instead of just bringing your ha- arms out. Are you trying to hug me right now? Nope, that's never going to happen. That's what I was reading. I thought your body language no, was saying you want to you, hug you, me right now. You're still getting it wrong. What? Oh, okay. Well, it looks like, like most things in life, you're reading things bit. wrong. Okay, well. No, okay. please. He just hit me on the your, intimate Your touch is like acid to me. Okay, well, I guess <laughs> I just was reading the signs wrong. Nope. So, um, wrong again. I want to say that they. I liked Kenny and Tim more this episode. Their first one. He's just it's talking. It's still to, weird. But it was weird for them to talk about Emily just about raising kids. Like normal. They're like, it yeah, humanized do, Emily to do me. You like, do you like anybody else on the show? Do you like Thais? And they're like, and, who's your favorite? Well, I loved it when Kenny was like, how are you doing with those kids? Are you just tired? She's like, yeah, it's a lot. And, Kenny, and He's like four and under said, four. I did four. And Tim goes, you have four kids. And Kenny goes, hi, this is my friend Tim. 
Shaded like, him. He's like, I'll let you. I'll give your husband back. To, Tim's like, I'll give your husband back to you now. Give me a Kenny and Tim road trip. I agree. I would watch that shit. I think it'd be really. I think. I think a couple's road trip with Veronica, uh, the four of them in I a minivan. Oh, shut so up! Great. Shut up! I would. Shut up! I would love that. I would. What I'd did you take? That. I love, love that. that. I love that. Um, do you want to move on to a little bit of Ari and Beanie? And um, close I, I this mean, I think up. just that because we did say Emily did say she, she said Kenny, Kenny said who got on your skin and she said Jabri <clears throat> didn't make any sense. I just wanted he just kept coming to people. He came at John. Y'all, everyone agreed that he just came at John. And she's like, I just want to tell Jabri to shut up. Yeah. The only good thing that we have, hopefully, that we won't see Jabri on our television anymore is that Miona's a dud. She is. She's pretty lifeless. She's not on good camera. television. She's not good television. She's kind of like Thais. We never really see who she is. <sighs> we can only pray. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we've. Uh, Ari and Beanie, they're, they're showing the clips uh, a little bit of the sisters and how. The wine throw. The wine throw. I could still watch that over and over again. Um, that, that, and that, 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 that was that, a lot. I thought really that burns a little bit more than I thought it would. And Kara basically says after seeing that, where's the Tabini, where's the respect for your wife? The mother of your child. Yeah, and I was kind of She I, said, Where's the line? I was interested to see and 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 um and Beanie said, Well, I didn't want to make it worse. Basically saying the things we always know, y'all, is he's so avoidant, he's trying to make everybody happy by not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, which and, he and Ari are both avoidant attached, which is not a good combination. And, and weirdly, this is this is a lot like Patrick and John. Yeah. Because Beanie was raised by his sisters. Yeah, that's in true. a way. So there is that kind of relationship there. The problem here is um, from what the, what the sisters have done is really now not just affecting Ari, it's affecting their child. Yes. So and, yes, and even Sean, she said, "I'm pushing back on this, Beanie, because while we were watching this, all the women here were disgusted." Yeah. And that's where Shida jumps in and says, Ooh, she came. Shida says, I wanted to cry for you. And she looked at Benny and she said, Benny, you have to create these boundaries. Yeah. This is your wife. Yeah. And Benny is talking. Did you understand what he was saying? I mean, like, I understood him. But it made no sense what he was trying to say in defense of it just was I'm just I don't want to it it wasn't even like logical <clears throat> or thought out. It's all it was all emotional babble. Because he's so he's so right there, and he's he's in fight or flight. And Ari said he gets overwhelmed right then. And the problem is he's so overwhelmed because he lives in fear. Yeah, he lives so in fear of making anyone angry because he can't tolerate it. Mm-hmm. He would he would crumble if he if someone thought badly of him. Mm-hmm. And that that's just how he lives. That's true. Of course, Mohammed jumps in. Maybe he felt his wife didn't respect his sister. Right. Projection much? Projection much. Um, anyway. But- and Guillermo then jumps in and says, no, 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 no. If you don't put your foot down with them, They'll never stop. there will be no limit. Emily jumps in, blah, blah, blah. And Ari says something here that is so perceptive because she understands him. She's like, I sympathize with him because he feels stuck all the time. 
And he feels stuck because he can't, he's stuck in between these two places. And then what happened after this was so interesting. She's like, when I came back from, uh, from, from Africa, I let him talk. I knew he, and I let him communicate his emotions. And I feel like that's helped us a lot because mm-hmm. I always talked after him. And I'm like, is this growth from you? I think so. I think so. it's almost like Ari kind of seems like she was broken. Yeah. Something like in a maybe good way broke apart. This Did she just, from- was she trapped in a Brene Brown lecture? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. And she just went, wait a minute. This makes sense. Or she went to sleep while Atlas of the Heart was yes. on. Yes. Something. She woke up. She's, but then Kara, I, Kara jumps in. She said, yeah, but Benny, then you told her she needed to come say goodbye to your sister. Yeah, that's awful. Right after they just threw wine on her. And that's when Benny said, well, you know, it's really hard because if Avi wasn't in the picture, we might not be together. This is totally true, y'all, and not what you need to say. Mic drop. It's 100% true. And y'all, everyone on the stage went, did he just say that out loud? I got what he meant, though. He but, but meant it's that true. they're terrible for one another. It's true. And both of them actually said that in their own words yeah. that we were not meant he, to be together. He said it very overtly, and she said it round and round, a little bit new, more nuanced. And Kara's like, so how old's the kid going to have to be for you guys to get for, to leave Yeah, are you going to be together when he's an adult? Now, Great question. It is. The we're same- staying together. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, Debbie Gibson song. You weren't into Debbie Gibson. Is a that kid. a hit? Oh, yeah. It was from the Electric Blue, Electric Youth album. Was it a single? Because there was so much more than love at first sight. Please say you'll stay. Say you might. And say we are. Bump, bump, staying together. Was it a... I, <laughs> I'm asking, was it a single? Uh, I don't know if it was. A, but it was on the <laughs> album. All, so many sissies our age just danced to that song. And a couple of goth ones said, hate it. I just, I, I knew, I'm sorry, I just knew the singles. I, if you go, my heart would leave me. Sorry, I loved that album. Ooh, I just got a gay. Er. <laughs> I think that's the show. I no! Think, that's, no, I think is that's it? the end of the tell-off. Oh, oh, yes. That is the, uh, I will say one thing. Talk about a bully. Ari is talking and actually having this, I think, great conversation about her and Benny and if they're staying together or not. And Jabri and Miona yeah. are fucking laughing. It's awful. Like middle school bullies. No, they... they that's, that's another thing that makes me classless. never want to see his face. Classless. They are cruel. Yeah, they are. They are cruel he, people. And they are, they are the type of people that are what's wrong with people in the world they're the type of people that would watch you get robbed or get beat up yeah and they would record it on their phone he, so they could get instagram likes yeah. from it he 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 needs to humiliate and make other people feel bad to 
to know he's alive because they're both to feel alive. talentless. Yeah, and ha- I thought he was talented, but I realized no, his talent is he's a bullshitter. Yep, they're both talentless because y'all, she doesn't do her makeup well. No, they have nothing to offer the world. Oh, a sissy told me that uh, she saw them in Vegas in Target, <laughs> and they're like, she said she did say he's short. Which you can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. And her makeup was on point, but she still had that big, crazy, long ponytail. <laughs> they, um, <clears throat> Vegas sounds like the city for them. Agree. They, that sounds, I that's, why, that, that's why someone else has sent us a reel where Patrick and Thais were hanging out with Jabri and Miona. Yeah. And John. Yeah. Talk I about, guess, okay, I'm going to fight you. I guess they made up. Well. Or it's just fraudacity. Yeah. All right, so after the tell-all, um, everybody's kind of packing up, and we see Ari's like, Jabri is a fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. Now, uh, then everybody just kind of, Emily, again, Emily says, she's talking to Bilal and Shad, and she's like, that was uh, that was terrible of them, Jabri, to say that. She was like, I should have said something. I regret yeah. that I didn't say something there. She's like, I want to say I'm sorry for that. And I went... She got Emily, the hero edit of this tell I'm like, Emily, what the? And she even said, she even said to Kenny and Tim, we forgot to say this. She said, I thought a lot more bullets would be thrown at me this tell all. Even Emily was like, okay, Wait, what the fuck what? did I do Why in a past life? Why are people not life? coming for me? Was she like Mother Teresa in a past life or some shit like that? I don't she know. the karma from it? But anyway, let's talk about kind of what you were talking about with Bilal and Shia. I... This is going to haunt my dreams or nightmares. Is her them saying basically, uh, what, what was, how did it get into that? Basically, to- Bilal said, Here I am thinking I'm this good guy. Right. But everyone sees it different. And he just goes, Martyr. Didn't feel good. No, uh, he didn't say it. that. Would be, and he said, Shida, didn't feel and good. Y'all, y'all, cause he, yeah, Martyr. Shida's sitting there and, she it almost overwhelms her what's just happened and it's almost like she's just seeing the next week with him and knowing what she's gonna have to put up with she turns away from him and they're asking him questions and she's starting to cry he looks soullessly directly into camera he looks at the camera but she says we need to identify what the problem is because this could turn out like your last marriage and then now it made sense to me of why his ex-wife came on why they asked her questions about her. And I went, oh, because this is going to be the storyline of Happily Ever After. Yeah. Can Bilal change his pattern? And they're going to try to give Bilal a redemption at it. Ah! Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're right. That's, that's what we're going to see on Happily Ever After. It's the redemption it's of It's not Bilal. real. I'll never believe it. I don't. He's I a won't sociopath. Either. I won't believe it either. Not after what I just saw of him staring into the camera. Just y'all, and then that's this, what it is. I think this is the first time in a tell-all we got an epilogue. It is, and boy, now we already saw this a little bit because some ninety-day news alert. Yeah, and I don't think posted this. No, I don't think. I think screengasm has <laughs> screen rant or. Screengasm or whatever it is, screen jizz. 
I uh, thought it, I saw it in one. In, I don't know if it was Mel, one of the ninety day news. But no, it's like I don't know if any of the big. I think a lot of the things about this were not corroborated. That's why we didn't so, talk about it. But this yeah, is a fact. This is a fact now. Eve discovered the text messages that were all about Muhammad, and they showed them. And basically, it's a Muhammad talking to a woman talking about having sex with her, talking about being with her intimately, talking about once he, and he says, like, and like once I get Eve's my green, right here, once I get my once green I get card. my green card, I'm not, yeah, Eve's right, all on his phone, he's too stupid to delete the text thread. And then Eve says, well, I guess we really do have to work some things out. I went, what? Oh my God. And he's crying, he's like, I want to make it up to He's her. like, I went too far. He's crying, y'all, because he's scared. And he's caught. And he's caught. That's the only reason he's crying, because he doesn't want to go back to Egypt. So, okay, quick question. That's yes. basically it. That's the, sh- that's the tell-all. Do you think she would take him back? Yes. I, too, I do, too. I, I realized that as soon as she said that, she would take him yes. back, y'all. Yes, she would take him back. One, one, 100%. They unless, are. Unless the sirens... A harpy too much at her. Yeah. Just. But the thing is, he's going to get that green card and try to mooch off her as long as he can. And then it's going to be like a, an original Muhammad situation. Muhammad, I'm going to come see you in Florida. Exactly. Exactly what happened. They'll be divorced in three years. For sure. So what do you, let's, let's do, let's do, will there, won't there, stay together. Okay. All the couples. Emily and Kobe. I think they'll be together for a long time. Maybe not forever, but like not 50 years. But I mean, they're going to be a successful marriage. He'll stay for the kids to get old enough. But I'm not saying that they are. I'm saying they're like a normal couple. Like, yeah. they could be together for 50 years or they could. She'll, just, he'll bug the shit out. She'll bug the shit out of him. But they're at least long gonna, enough. They're going to be together for like 15 to 20 years. Yeah. I say 10. Um, uh, let's see. But. Who knows? Um, what do you think about Guillermo and Kara? Yeah. I think, again, the same, I think they're going to be together for yeah. a long time. They I had actually, no problems. I could actually see them um, being together for a very long time. Me too. Um, let's talk they're about They're in love. They're in, they're, we're not going to do Bilal and Shida because we're going to see them happily ever after. after. Uh, Jibiri and Miona already said that. I think they're going to be together for like five years tops. What do you think? I think they'll break up next year. Oh, you think that's mm-hmm. soon? Okay. Well, she won't have a green card yet. Oh, then whenever she gets the green card. Yeah, I think five years. Um, and because they're going to mooch off of each other, help each other's yeah. career. And then when one of them doesn't need the other one again, and it'll probably be her. Right. Um, who else? Um, Ari and Beanie. Ari and Beanie. I mean, it's the wild card for me. It's not when they're going to break up. It's who's going to do it. Oh, because yeah. Because I think now that Benny is... Getting this MMA, y'all. He's gaining his confidence in who he is. Yep. He will. He will cheat on her. Yep. And honestly, she will probably cheat on him. Yeah, I agree. They're both too much of the same person not to. In fact, I would even see her going to Ethiopia like she did to do something, finding another Ethiopian man and cheating on him with Benny. or or, or cheating emotionally. I'm sorry, with y'all. Cheating, cheating on cheating on him emotionally. Anybody else? Cheating. Who else is left? <laughs> we talk, oh, Patrick and Patrick Thais. You know, this is tough because I think they'll wind up staying together. I don't think they're that deep. I think he loves her 
titties and her butt, and she is into him. I think I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be together for a while, and they'll just and he'll end up having an affair on the side. Yes, and she'll be okay with it. Yes, but not talk about it. Yes. Wow, that got dark. No, I think you're right. But that, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, I think who is. I mean, we pretty much know who the loser of the tell-all is. I'm pretty sure it's Jabri. Jibberish. But um, who is your hero of the tell-all? We talked about part one. Hero? Part two. Who do you think like won the tell-all? Who do you think did the best job in part two? Emily. <laughs> <laughs> By making people like her. I, I think... I want to say Kara because I love Kara and Guillermo and Kara really they won the first part but they really have a lot to say this no Emily came across like and I have to say Miss America Miss Miss America MRS America it was Emily I mean did you <sighs> see how this. gorgeous she looked even backstage I hate it I don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> y'all that is it that is season nine of 90 Day Fiance we're moving on to Hey Next um, we are covering all the couples except for he will, uh, Big Ed. We are not covering Big Ed and yep. Liz of Hay. Other people are, some are covering Angela, some are not. We are, y'all, we, we, uh, we believe it's our duty unless someone says, we believe like we'll cover it. If you want to skip it, that's your prerogative. Yeah. That's fine. Some people want to still listen to it. So there yeah. we are. All right, everybody. Um, we'll see you next week. But remember, we call these people the loneliest fucking loneliest, hearts. Loneliest, loneliest, disgusting motherfucking hearts. And uh, but aren't we all just lonely hearts, disgusting hearts in America, looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? No. I mean, you were a gaping <laughs> hole in college. Um. Yes. But um, uh, if you know every single track on that Debbie Gibson album, <laughs> not just the singles like I do, and if you go, my heart would leave me. You can call and us. About the door. It's like I told you before. <laughs> staying together. <laughs> I hate this. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.